Hello, hello, and welcome to another Two Network Match Report with me, Adam. It's finished at Wembley, literally just seconds ago. It's finished. Spurs won, Newcastle United nil. It's been another defeat, um, but I've there's plenty to be encouraged about from that performance because, you know, after that first half performance, we really probably should have been ahead, and we had them on the on the ropes for quite a lot of that first half, particularly, and it was only. Uh, an absolutely spectacular finish from Harry Kane that's uh, taken um, taken them ahead of us and they've, they've gone home happy with three points. But I think I've seen plenty in the last 90 minutes from Newcastle United to, to suggest that um, we can really have a go at Chelsea um, in the last game of the season. Simply and, and also... Um, because Chelsea have drawn with Huddersfield, which means that they qualify for the Europa League. So that they have Chelsea literally have nothing else to play for. Conte might want to finish on a high, but Rafa Benitez will absolutely want to finish on a high as well, given the that we've lost the last four games. So it was encouraging, and there's plenty to be positive about. Despite you know you might have just been um, those of you who hadn't, didn't manage to, to watch it. You might have just been checking updates, but we really, really did play well. Um, and there was a lot of good performances out there. And it shows that we're not um, fizzling out. We're not going out with with a whimper um, at the end of this season. Um, and, and, and rightly so, because Rafa deserves um, deserved a performance like this tonight, despite not getting even a point. Um, it, I think, on reflection, a draw would have been... A very very fair result, um, but it wasn't to be. But anyway, the lineup was pretty much back to basics and what Rafa had been used to um, over the last couple of months. I mean, the last game against Watford, Richie and Nedlin were dropped for Murphy and Mankio. They were swapped around again, so it was Richie Nedlin back in, and it was as you were everywhere else on the side. Kennedy's last appearance potentially um, in a Newcastle shirt, given that he's going to be ineligible to play against his parent club, um, Chelsea at the weekend. Um, Spurs, Spurs' main threat came from being able to have, I mean, they've got such a wealth of talent um, and very technical players. You look at Son, you look at Ericsson, you look at Ali. They've got great close control, even Lamella when he came on later. And they look to play sort of in our box and on the edge of our box. And it was it was dangerous because our defenders had to had to concentrate very, very hard and that not to give away any daft penalties. But obviously the you know the talent that they have, they're able to hold the ball and hold possession inside the opposition half and it's so difficult for defenders because the longer that the opposition has the ball in the half in, sorry in the opposition box the more likely A they have of getting a shot away and a shot in the box and more likely that B we might foul them and make a mistake um, fortunately in the first half that didn't happen um, but you could see you could see how they were going to approach um, what strategy they were going to use and just sort of play around and tinker and wait for an opportunity to, to, to unleash a shot. But we, we stood firm um, and very disciplined in the first half. And actually, Spurs were playing with a, a very high line. And given that Wembley is quite a big pitch, 
we suddenly started finding joy on the break um, and using the pace and movement, the mobility of of Gale and Perez up front, as as we have done in, in other games. I mean, what it reminded me of was the Southampton game where at home we beat them 3-0, but Shelby kept knocking long balls up, asking questions of the defenders, and they were struggling. And this sort of happened again. I mean, Shelby played a lot more long balls in the in the second half asking the questions but it was we were able to actually play get the ball down and play a bit of football we got a lot of joy down the right hand side and Richie and Yedlin were were really sort of in amongst it but it was it was Perez who had our first uh, chance where he kind of uh, muscled the defender I think it was Vertonghen um, who really disappointed today he you, you felt there was he was he had a mistake in him and Perez sort of muscled him out and you know I mean it, it seems unheard of that, that, that Perez is going to out-muscle somebody else and get a, a shot away, but he's just trying to curl it into the across the keeper into the far post, but Loris read it and it was a comfortable save in the end. But it was just a glimmer of, you know, what, what we might achieve um, in the final third. Um, they had a free kick um, after Sissoga got fouled off Kennedy, um, but it didn't sort of come to anything. It was palmed away. Um, fairly comfortably by Dubravka. Uh, but then we went up the other end of the pitch and Sosoko himself fouled Gale, I think it was, on the edge of the box. And it was very close to the edge, of the, it was very, very close to the 18. It was probably about 19 yards out, that's how close it was. And you had Richie and Shelby um, lining up. And it was Shelby who took it. It, it favoured the right foot just slightly. And um, he took a... He took a he took a shot um, on the edge of the box, and it it hit the outside of the post. It was trying to aim for the top corner, and it was it was so close. Larice was completely beaten. Um, he tried to get across there, and had that just had a little bit more accuracy, um, that would have been that would have potentially been one 0 to Newcastle. And you know we, we we gained in confidence from that, and we realised that we were causing them a lot of problems. And there was there was a very nervy atmosphere. You felt that Spurs were being very complacent, and there was just there just seemed to be. I mean, I think Newcastle smelled blood. I think they really did, and it was. I felt something was you know something was brewing. You know, we we were, we we weren't really playing like um, we weren't really playing like the the away side, and we weren't really playing like the, t the team who wasn't chasing Champions League football, which Spurs were, they just seemed to be all over the place. So, you know, we kept getting a bit of skill from Kennedy on the left-hand side, so, you know, Fed Perez, and it was just, we were getting in behind their defenders quite a lot, and it was, I mean, I don't think Spurs really knew what to do with it, and it was, it was brilliant to watch, it really was, and, um, but there was just signs at the other end that, you know, Spurs, you know, for all their shakiness, still had the quality to just, in a, in a, in a blink of an eye, just turn the game. And there was a long ball played into the box and Lascelles sort of poor clearance and he just kind of side-footed it towards the edge of the box and, and a snapshot from Wanyama and he just skied it. But it was just a, a maybe a little flavour of what Spurs was still capable of, the, the threat that they always possessed just because, you know, they're fourth in the league and... They're absolutely. They're a fantastic team to watch. Very attacking, very technical, um, and they can. They just have the players that can change a game, and 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 plenty of them as well. Um, but Wanyama, it was difficult because he was. 
he really wasn't having a good game. There was a lot of misplaced passes. And I think the nerves of Vertonghen at the back, the nerves of, of Wanyama in the middle, I, I, I just think they, they couldn't settle and couldn't feel safe. They, they, they Almost if they didn't push forward. And they, they were worried about what might happen on the, on the counter-attack because we, we kept looking for opportunities to press them and... You know, Shelby and Diame, I think, well, look, they were, they were tackling really well. And actually, you know, for the whole of that first half, it was superb. It wasn't like the it wasn't like the Newcastle that we've seen in the last three games. It was like the Newcastle that beat Arsenal. It's like the Newcastle that beat Leicester City. That's how good we were. And the Southampton game and the Huddersfield game and the Man United game. That was the Newcastle that turned up in that first half. And probably the majority, maybe less so the second half, as we, we, we lost confidence after after their goal. But... That's that was something to be really encouraged about because it was like, men, you know, mentally we'd put all those poor performances and defeats behind us, and Rafa's just got them back to thinking, think about what you're good at, go and do that again, and that's what we did, and you know it was, you know, Darmy fed Gale who struck straight at, at, at Loris. Straight up, so that was a chance, another chance from Gale. He had about three tonight. Um, and didn't really test uh, Loris as much as he probably should. But then Loris has basically launched a massive ball over the top. Harry Kane's bearing down on goal, and he's and he's gone to swap. He's gone to smash it. And he's completely air kicked it, and Dubravka kind of you know securely um, retrieves it. But again, it's just that that danger that it could just blink. You know, there was a chance in it, and then from that. We then went up the other end, and then Richie had a chance, which I think was kind of blocked, and it just sort of rolled through to Lloris, but it was sort of, you know, you can really get a feel of how end-to-end -end this was, and we were really, really giving them a game, and that's, it's it's what we probably, it's the way we should have been playing against Watford, to be honest. Um, but again, it seems that, like Watford, the the goal just sort of shattered our confidence a bit, and we... we, we, we as much as we had chances after that, we, we really struggled to get a, you know, a proper foothold and to replicate that performance. But we went into half-time at nil-nil, and you're thinking, well, there's an opportunity. There really, really is an opportunity here. Um, it was just, it was basically all about Spurs' complacency and nerves versus our um, determined defending, disciplined, and our ability to attack on the, on the break and on the counter and get in behind them. Um, but it didn't take them long in the second half to settle those nerves from the first half and once again it was Son who had he had possession inside the box lots of intricate um, touches but still retained possession and he just rolls it to, to Kane and I mean if you see the, the if you see the goal later on or if you've managed to catch it on um, social media there doesn't seem to be a clear shot on goal for Kane, but what he's done is without with with very little backlift, he's just curled it round perfectly into the top corner. The keeper was kind of unsighted because we had defenders in the way. I kind of don't really want to blame the defenders for this goal. I think it was just an absolutely beautifully placed strike from a world class player in Harry Kane, um, and and from from air swiping in the in. Towards the end of the second uh, first half, to doing that probably with one of his first touches, but certainly his first effort in the first half, and the whole stadium probably just breathed a sigh of relief. And it seemed, 
it seemed a little unfair, I think, from a Newcastle perspective, because I don't think at that point we really deserved to be losing. I felt that we'd gone toe-to-toe -to -toe with them, um, you know, fairly comfortably, and I think from that moment on we just we just kind of lost a little, not loads, because I think we still created loads of chances in the second half. It was just our finishing that was lacking once again, and, and again, highlighting how much we need top-class Premier League strikers. I don't think Gale is that player. I don't think Hosselu is that player. As much as they work, both work really hard, I think Perez was really, really good today um, and gave them a lot of problems, but I think Perez proves it with his goals and his assists and he's, he contributes to goals whereas Gale and Hosselu just won't and it's just the level that they're at so I fully expect and Mitrovic won't be coming back so I fully expect two two strikers to come in uh, this summer I mean it all it all depends that's, sorry that's I'll rephrase that's who should be coming in but obviously it'll all depend on transfer budget and we all know um all the political problems behind the scenes. But back to the game. Um, yes, yeah, so, so, so around the, just before the hour mark, we had a break and um, we started pegging them back a little bit more and, and Yedlin, we, we seem to use Yedlin down the right-hand side quite a lot um, in the in the uh, second half as well as obviously we, we, we you know, identified the left-hand side, Ben Davies's left-hand side, as a potential uh, side to exploit because most of our um, attacks seem to be going through that side. And Yedlin's just flashed a ball across sort of where the sort of level of the penalty spot. Everyone's missed it. It's come to Dummett, who sort of just tucks it inside to Perez. Perez completely <laughs> uh, air kicks it as well. So that's one all in the air kick stakes. Then it falls to Richie, Loris comes out, sticks a leg out and Richie goes down, he's calling for a penalty. I thought it might have been at first, but haven't seen the replay, I, th I think, it, I don't think it was a penalty. Um, but it was it was Perez just unable, and he was on his left foot in fairness to Perez, but he just was unable to get that get that shot away. Um, and that was, you know, just a, again, just a glimmer of like these chances that we've had. You know, we had, in the first half, we had a couple of crosses that came in for for headers, um, and Gale heading, heading over the bar, and uh, I think it was a Perez chance as well. So, oh, that was it, sorry. So there was a, sorry, the other chance in the first half that I missed, there was a short corner played from Richie to Shelby, who whipped it in, and Lascelles rose like a salmon, um, and he headed it across. Lloris has done a bit of a dive for the, for the cameras, but he still has to get right across, and it, 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 it's kind of going across to, to his bottom right, um, and he's pushed it away. So it was, it was really, that was probably probably the closest we came in the first half. Um, apologies, I've neglected to remember that. It's uh, <laughs> it's very difficult remembering every single chance because there was there were so many. We had fourteen, we had fourteen shots altogether um, in the game, and we only got three on target. And I think that, as I said before, with a strike in, in the lack of accuracy and just a lack of working the goalkeeper because I think there was a chance tonight to be, that we could have taken but so that was probably the best chance that we'd had um, beyond the sort of Shelby free kick and but in the, in the, but in the second half 
pushing, pushing again. Um, Shelby started really um, expanding his passing range in the second half. He, he, was, he, was, he looked assertive, he looked to want to make things happen. Um, and a long ball he found, I mean, just a long whipping, curling ball. It was like 50 yards, 45 yards, and just landed on Kennedy's toe. It was unbelievable. So Kennedy took it past his, uh, his marker. Struck with his right foot, it was his wrong foot, unfortunately, and it just sort of went past the post. But it was a chance, and it just, again, another opportunity that just made Spurs think, ah, the job is not done yet, and complacency could definitely set in. Um, so, yeah, as I mentioned, Gail, um, Gail and Perez's runs have been, you know, Shelby was trying to find those in behind and knocking balls up and just asking questions. And making Spurs defenders think about it or kick it out of touch or just boot it away and just asking them questions and that's we haven't been doing that enough in the last few games and the last few performances. We I think we made it too easy for the likes of West Brom. We didn't have that urgency up front and we didn't have we didn't show that energy against West Brom, for example, and we did against Watford eventually, but again it was a bit too little too late. But we, we really showed it tonight, first and second half and I think Shelby was just wanting to to force them into an error and you know we nearly got in a couple of times and it was it was just a bit of a shame. Um so Kennedy came off with about 20 minutes to go, possibly the last time we've ever seen him in a Newcastle shirt. Let's hope that's not the case because we love to have him back permanently. He's basically transformed our season. Um you know, we talk about the impact that the likes of Pabasisi made when he first came, although that was next level, the, the you know the impact that that, that Mr. Sissoko had when he first joined in January that year, and it's absolutely phenomenal. And and I think Kennedy is up there with those kind of January signings where he has made just a genuine, tangible contribution to our play with assists, with important goals. Um, and he just exudes confidence and, you know, players see him, you know, just effortlessly like beating men and it gives the whole team a lift because they've got somebody who is reliable on the ball, despite all of his flair and his dribbles and his tricks and they all it's almost like they're, they're dribbles and tricks and flair but actually are functional. <laughs> like they're not just you know, you get some players that are just showboaters and don't actually have the end product, but Kennedy Seems to have the end product, and he's still pretty young. I think it's a must that we try and get him in. I, you know, I'm not telling you anything that you don't already know there, but I would be very, very sad if I don't see Kennedy in a Newcastle strip again. Anyway, his replacement, Jacob Murphy, who started the last game and was largely <laughs> underwhelming, first thing he did was burst down the left wing, and he's got Davinson Sanchez, who, for my money, has been one of the best young centre backs in the in the Premier League this season. He's gone. He's basically tore him inside. He's he's cut inside. He's coming towards the six yard box. He cuts in on his right hand side. There's players queuing up. Perez wants it. Gale wants it. Richie's bursting in, and all Perez has to do is just curl it round Larice from close range. Like, it, it, and he's basically just gone for power instead of placement, and he's blasted it high and wide. And it, I thought it was going to burst the net, but it, it just it just flew into the stands, and I was absolutely gutted because it was an amazing run. Maybe he just got too tired because he, he did incredibly to make one of you know one of the one of the one of the signings of the season. I think Davinson Sanchez has been quietly brilliant um, for the last seven eight months. 
he made him look absolutely daft. Um, but he just couldn't find that finish. And again, it's these chances that we've had that we've not been able to finish uh, that have that have just me meant that we haven't been able to capitalise on all this 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 good performance. And the, you know, not that we had loads of possession. We had about a third, which is probably par for the course for us away from home. But we had certainly enough chances to ask a question, and um, and and, and we'll do a goal. We're worth a goal. Really, really worth a goal. Um, then was a corner. Corner came in, headed down, um, and Diarm is sort of like through on goal, and he's gone. You know, he's completely gone for the ball um, to go and try and like cut it in from close range. But Trippier has done very well uh, to get in the, his body in the way of Diarm and the ball, and it, you know, the slow motion replay looks awful, um, and Trippier ended up getting um, quite injured. Um, sorry, that's just my cat really bothering us. Um, and Diom has just like done a number on the back of his leg, and I mean, it, he absolutely didn't mean to do it at all. Um, he was, it was a genuine attempt to go for the ball to, to have a shot on goal, and that was very obvious. I think, um, I think we got a yellow card for it, but Trippier was really um, suffering towards the end. So I think there was um, that could be that might have ramifications for the World Cup, um, but. It was a chance, and Diarmi had to go for it for my money. Um, again, we just continued to press. We looked really dangerous and purposeful on the attack. We just couldn't make it stick. There was a few balls in from Yedlin again, exploiting that right hand side towards the end. Um, Hoslu came on for Gale, and we tried to find him a couple of times, but I mean, it was largely uneventful. He didn't get much of the, he didn't see much of the ball, Hoslu at all. Um, quite ineffective, but. It's sort of what we've come to expect, unfortunately. Um, there was a chance towards the end um, on the counter. Um, Lamella had come on at this point and a bit of trickery fed in Danny Rose, who happened to be in a sort of right wing position. And he, with his wrong foot, his right foot, he's, um, he hit it straight into Bravko, who made a decent save um, and just kept them out. I think 2-0 would have definitely been very unfair. But I think 1-0... I think it's difficult because I, I think I think they were very fortunate to, to score. Probably not. It wasn't even a clear cut chance. It was a half chance from Kane that ended up settling the the game. I thought Diarmi was absolutely fantastic today. Um, I'd probably give him man of the match. He was he was he was everywhere, um, and he was battling well and showed some really nice touches in the middle of the park. And I think I think him and Shelby again showed a bit of a dominating um, performance in that in that. You know, that middle third, they defended well when they needed to defend, and moving forward, the, the they, they were able to play transitional passes to turn defence into attack quite quickly. So, I was really pleased with their performances. And to be honest, the, there was very few players that that, that that played you know terribly um, tonight. I thought maybe just a bit more cutting edge from Gale, who seemed to be a focal point for us. Um, we just we just miss we miss. Just a, a first-class striker, you know, somebody who's a, who can operate in the top half of a, of you know the, one of the top five leagues. I think that's that's really what I'm missing because I, you know, looking at the stats from tonight, we had 14 shots to their 11. They had seven on target and we had three. So they've asked more questions of of Dubravka just by having fewer shots and just just a bit more, a bit more savvy and a bit more um, potent and, and and efficient on the ball and. You know, we know that they like to pass it around a bit, but we we really were unlucky tonight, and I think we could have 
if we could have held out for a nil-nil um, had it not been for that just gorgeous, gorgeous winner from, from Harry Kane. Um, and, you know, if he's going to be scoring goals like that against us, you know, I'm hoping he's going to do that for England in the World Cup, at least because it was it was sublime. And he didn't really, he didn't seem on top form in his usual Harry Kane self, for the, you know, uh, before that in the first half. So it feels quite, it feels quite disappointing that we haven't, come away with a point from Wembley but I think there's enough there from what we've seen in that performance tonight to act as a platform to, to, to build on a push off from straight away and, and hit a crestfallen Chelsea um, in the last game of the season I'd, I'd like to think we're going to create an atmosphere like we did when we smashed Spurs 5-1 um, even the Cardiff at the end of last season where we won the league obviously we're not going to reach those kind of heights of excitement but I think we can be raucous enough and purposeful enough to really damage Chelsea because they've got nothing left to, left to play for. Um, Arsenal also d lost tonight uh, with Leicester 3-1. So that means that Chelsea are pretty much secure in fifth as well. So there's not even that to play for. I, I think we can do them. I really do. I think, I don't, I'm going to call it now, we're not going to end the season on a fifth straight defeat. We're not. We played too well tonight and I think taking that back to, to St James's Park and be able to show everyone how they've overcome uh, what was a you know a sticky patch and yeah it seems funny that me saying that because even though we've you know we've, we've lost tonight but it's 1-0 and we should have drawn and they're the fourth best team in the country and they have one of the best strikers in the world who proved his class tonight so let's not get too disheartened it was a great performance by everybody and plenty to build on for the Chelsea game. I'm going to leave it there. Thanks very much for watching. Uh, please hit the subscribe button if you, if you haven't. And there's a notification button there on YouTube as well. So you get the alerts for every new video that I post. I'll be doing, obviously, the Chelsea um, po you know, post-match report. But also I'll be, doing, I'll be doing a few through the summer um, as well. Just to keep us tidied over for, uh, for August. Um, if you like to listen to this on um, SoundCloud and iTunes, again, please subscribe and make sure you tell everybody um, if you really like the channel, if you really like the videos or the podcasts, please follow us on Twitter, at The Two Network, we're on Facebook as well. Um, all the links are at the start and end of the uh, video as well. Please get involved and get some comments in because I love answering questions, I like engaging with everybody. Um, and I'll leave it there because I'm talking too much. Right, I've been Adam. This has been The Two Network, Match Report. It's finished. Spurs won, Newcastle nil, but plenty of encouragement for the last game. Onwards to Sunday. Cheers. Bye-bye. <laughs>